What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Stoop Life Podcast. My name is Bob. I'm your host, and I'm going to be the one you're going to be listening to today. If today is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. We are a sports podcast. We talk about sports. We talk about debates. We do breakdowns. We give you guys picks. We give you predictions. We do all of the above. So if uh, sports is something that you like, well, the Stoop Life is going to be for you. If you are not following us on all social medias yet, just look for The Stoop Life on every single social media and you'll find us. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're not on TikTok, so don't look on TikTok, but we're on there. Now, today, guys, today, uh, we're going to make some predictions today. We got a lot going on in the world in sports, and we got the final uh, final half of the NBA season coming up, and we had a hell of a first first half of the season. You know, we had some surprises that happened, like we could talk about them, for example. You know, Sacramento has been a surprise with the way they've been, you know, balling out lately. Um, what other teams have been a surprise? Golden State has been a surprise, given the fact that they've been slumping. But uh, are they going to get out of it? I don't know. They're injured, but they've been a surprise. A disappointing team so far is Minnesota. We all thought with that trade that they got with Rudy Gobert that they'd, they'd be a little bit better than they are right now, but they're a surprise right now. Um, pretty much everything else in the West is probably you know right on point with what people thought. Um, but we got a lot of other, other surprises. In, in the Eastern Conference, I think the top four is pretty much what everybody thought it was going to be, except the fact that Brooklyn traded away their whole team, which is, uh, you know, pretty crazy. But what, what, what do you expect when you got a guy like Kyrie Irving and uh, then Kevin Durant on your team? That's kind of what uh, is expected to happen with them. Um, so I'm not really shocked with where they're at. A team that I am surprised with right now, though, is the Bulls. Last year, they showed that they had uh, uh, something working for them. They made a run at the end of the year, and right now they're 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 just stumbling. Um, they're going to be one of them teams that is going to have a chance to get into the play in, but are they going to be good? And how about Toronto? You know, team at the trade deadline that appeared to want to trade their whole roster, and then they didn't. They're sitting at eleventh right now. Are they going to make it? Uh, so we're going to start off. We're going to talk about the Western Conference right now. So we're going to look at this right now. We got the record up right now. If you guys uh, are looking at the screen on our YouTube at Stoop Knockout or our Facebook at uh, The Stoop Life, you can see right now we have a visual up with the NBA standings. So if you want to actually you know, get a visual of, of, of the podcast and not just listen to audio, check us out on video. We are there. So we, we got the Western Conference up right now, and you guys see we got the six playoff teams currently right now, the four playing teams and the four out. <clears throat> now, I want to talk about the fifth place team right here. Number five, we got uh, Phoenix Suns sitting at fifth place, 31-27. and 27. They're a uh, half a game game behind the Dallas Mavericks and same with uh, Sacramento. We all know they just got Kevin Durant. Uh, he's supposed to come back after the All-Star game. And, yo, like, on paper, they look, they're phenomenal. They're, pro- they're probably everyone's pick to win the West. But I don't want to disrespect the two teams up at the top here. I do not want to disrespect the 38-18 first seed Denver Nuggets. 
They look like a team that can win it the West. They look like a team that can win it all. You know, they got Nikola Jokic, the two-time MVP, who's having another MVP quality season this year. They're sitting four games above. The Memphis Grizzlies, who are sitting at number two, at 34-21, and with Ja, got no problem in the West. Those two teams, I think, are getting underlooked. I think you guys are, are putting so much emphasis on the Suns getting Durant and the offensive power that Luka and Kyrie in Dallas that you're forgetting about these two top teams up top. Denver's a team that can literally beat you all different types of ways. They play hard-nosed defense. They got size. They can shoot. They can do it all. Memphis, man. Memphis on the other end, they're just a gritty team. Memphis is one of those teams right there that literally is never going to quit. They could be down by 30 in the fourth quarter. They're still going to want to come back and win, and they still probably can because they got ballers on that team. Then we got Sacramento at number three. I like Sacramento. They got my man De'Aaron Fox who's balling out this year. They got DeMontis Sabonis, underrated. Guys balling out this year. They could be real good. Then we got Dallas. Then we got Phoenix. And then at number six, we got the Los Angeles Clippers sitting right here. They just picked up Eric Gordon, and they just signed off the buyout market. They just signed Russell Westbrook. I'm going to let that sit in for a second. Russell Westbrook back to partner with PG-13. Now, do you guys think that's going to work out? Do you guys like that? I mean... PG three PG thirteen must have uh, liked him a lot when he played with him to want him to come back. So he came back. I'm curious to see how that works out. Um, I, I knew I knew Russ wasn't going to leave LA because simply because he's from LA. He wants to play in LA, even though it's not the Lakers. He's on a better team now. He's on a better team, and he actually fits in better. He fits in better. Uh, you got you got two guys out there like Kawhi and Paul George who are both very quiet. And now you got a guy who's going to call some ruckus on the court. Is going to bring some tempo. And uh, I think that's going to work out for them. Now we got about 23 to 24 games left. And we got the playing team right now is Golden State at the 7. New Orleans at the, t- the 8. Minnesota at the 9. The Jazz at the 10. Just outside of that, we got Oklahoma City, Portland, L.A., San Antonio, and Houston Rockets. We're seeing Houston and San Antonio go for the Wembangana. They're going to try and get him. Uh, they're nowhere to be talked about. But these other teams, we could talk about. We could talk about them. I think um, something that you have to look at when you're going into all right, what team's going to place where in this conference, you have to look at the schedules and where they rank and uh, which team has uh, you know made a better move. So I want to start by talking about uh, the L.A. Clippers. So, L.A. Clippers, they're sitting at six right now, and they got the second hardest schedule remaining at opponents' win percentage at 523%, you know, about 50%, second highest. Then over here, you got you got Phoenix right above them. They're at sixth hardest schedule with 517 win percentage of their opponents. Now, the only reason I'm bringing them up is because the teams that are sitting over here, a couple of them, they got, they got easier schedules. We got Golden State right here. They might be missing Steph. 
but they got the 16th hardest schedule remaining. Uh, just over 500 at 502 win percentage. We got Minnesota at nine. Uh, they're sitting at 12th hardest at just above that at 502. Um, other teams that are in contention, you got the Lakers. Got to talk about the Lakers, right? Currently sitting at 13th. They're 25th hardest schedule remaining at 483. They got 23 games left, so can they make a move? You know, they just signed a couple guys that are going to make their rotation better. Are they healthy? We don't know. We're going to say they are because uh, all signs are pointing towards that. You know, LeBron sat out the All-Star game. He's just a little baby, but hey, whatever. Um, on, on, on the other hand, we got Dallas at fourth place. They got the 30th easiest schedule, 466. Uh, they might make a jump up. They might make a jump up given the fact that uh, their schedule so easy. And then we got uh, Denver, 20th easiest schedule at Now, my projections for this are going to be the following. I think Denver is going to remain the one seed. Um, I think they're going to be about three, four games above everybody else when it's all said or done, just because they're well-rounded. Memphis, same thing. They're going to stay at number two. Uh, I think Sacramento is going to fall. You know, we see a lot lot happens with them. Second half of the season, they tend to fall off. I, I get it. They got a better roster, but I think they're going to fall off just a little bit because the two teams below them in Dallas and Phoenix, let, let's be honest, they're going to make a jump. I think Phoenix is going to make a jump to number three. I think Dallas is going to go to four. I think the Clippers right below them, same thing. They're going to go up to five. And then we're going to keep Sacramento in this playoff hunt. They're going to go to number six. Now, we can go all types of way for the playing tournament. Really good. You could drop one of these teams on the left over there, but theoretically are really going to do that. Now, my biggest question mark is uh, New Orleans. Zion Williamson, is he back? Because with him, completely better team than they are without him. So I don't know what the update is on him yet. I know he's about 50-50, but uh, we'll see. So we're, we're going to go with uh, Minnesota is going to jump both these teams. I think Minnesota's going to prove a point that Mike Conley makes a difference. I, I don't know if they're going to have enough to get over to the this, this out of the playing game, but I think they're going to be the leading the pack in the playing game at number seven. I think Golden State is just going to not fall down one. Their veteran presence is going to show up. Their young bucks are going to show up. They're going to stay there. Then we're going to drop Nola down. Nola's going to go to number nine. Uh, they're still going to play. And just, just for the fact that you got a team like the Jazz – they kind of trade people away. You got a team like OKC. You know, they're young. They'd be better off not making it and kind of getting another better pick to add into what they got. Portland, I just I just don't think they don't got enough. Anthony Simmons is hurt. They don't got enough. We got the Lakers. What is a playoff without the Lakers? You know, last year they didn't make it. This year, I think they sneak in. I think they sneak in at number 10. I think that's going to be number 10, Lakers. And then uh, when it's all said and done, I think the final teams are going to end up being, uh, we're going to give Minnesota, and we're going to give it to Golden State. They're both going to make the actual playoffs. And I think uh, it's going to be uh, a tough sled. It's going to be Denver versus Phoenix, Dallas versus Memphis. Or L.A. I don't know. It's tough. I'm gonna take. 
I'm gonna take top dog here. I'm actually gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Memphis to come out of the West as of now. I think everybody's sleeping on them. They forget last year they were only like a series be out of the way. So we're gonna take Memphis to come out of the West. Now let's switch gears here. Let's go to the Eastern Conference. So we got the Eastern Conference. No, no, uh, no surprise here. We got Boston at one, Philly at or Milwaukee at two, Philly at three, Cleveland at four, Brooklyn at five, Miami at six. No surprises there. But then we got we got we got team surging in the play-in at number seven in the New York Knicks. We got teams stumbling at eight nine. We got Atlanta and Chicago, and then number ten we have Washington, followed by Toronto, Indy, Orlando, Detroit, and Charlotte. Now those last three teams, throw them out. Uh, I don't think they're going to compete. Even though Orlando is not going to give up, they're a tough team to play. But let's just. Let's just call it a day. I think at the end of the day, we got the Sixers right here at number three. We're Philly. This is their best shot to win it. And that's saying a lot because the two teams above them are phenomenal. But lucky for them, Giannis is hurt. He got a torn uh, ligament in his thumb or sprained ligament, whatever it is. Could be an issue with them. But uh, they're still tough. Boston, we already know. I hate Boston. But Boston is phenomenal. They're 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 playing what ex- is expected of them. Um, but the Sixers, let's get back to them. You know, if they stay healthy for the second half of the season, even though they have the toughest schedule, I think they can make a dent. They have a possibility to move up. You know, to number two, maybe, maybe not. Because um, the fact that they got twenty five games left, the hardest schedule, I like that. Because if you're a Sixers fan, you watch the Sixers, they lose to the bad teams. So the fact that we have the hardest schedule in the NBA tells me we got a lot of tough teams left and we usually play good against them and we beat them, which I like that because we're going to have to play the hardest schedule to get into the playoffs and then we play the hardest schedule in the playoffs because we got to play the hard teams. So I like that. I like that. Um, Boston sitting at top. They got the 10th hardest schedule at 509. Milwaukee's right behind them at 11 uh, at 508. Cleveland, guys, listen, Cleveland is the 27th easiest schedule. So if you guys want to make a bet on a team that could sneak in to the top spot in the East, it could be Cleveland. They are sitting at 27th with 481 win percentage. Brooklyn and Miami are both at 16 and, or 17 and 18. And then you got New York Knicks at 8th. So even though they're surging, they're sitting at 8th with 512 win percentage of their opponents. Now, there's a lot that can happen from the East. We could see the New York Knicks keep surging. We could see the Miami Heat go back to, you know, championship form of the year that they made it to the title. We don't know. Brooklyn, we don't really know what Brooklyn is. They got a lot of pieces. They could fall or they could stay. I think they got a lot of pieces to where they're going to stay because I don't think the competition that they're going up against is really that great. We're talking about Toronto, Indy, Washington, Chicago, Atlanta. I mean, I, I don't like any of those teams, really. You know they got stars on those teams. You got two on Atlanta, two on, on Chicago. You got one on, on Washington. You got three on Toronto, two on Indy. But, I mean, are they really that much better? I, I don't think they're much better. I think the record shows who they are. You know, 
Just like Herm, Herm said, we are who they thought we were. That's the record. The record is what they say they are. Um, I think the four-dog race in the East, with the exception of Miami, with the question mark. Now, my prediction for this conference is going to be, just look at where it is right now. Top four dogs, keep them in spot. It's going to be Boston at one, Milwaukee at two, Philly at three. We might see these three teams right here, one, uh, two through four, interchange each other through the end. But when it's all said and done, I think one, two, three, four is going to remain the same. It's going to be Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, and Cleveland. And then I'm going to take Brooklyn to fall off a little bit. I think Miami will jump them. And I think New York is going to be the top dogs in New York City. And they're going to jump Brooklyn. They're going to jump Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is going to be in that playing game. They're going to kind of have a, uh, a gelling moment where they don't really know where they're going to go. So I'm going to take um, Brooklyn to go to the seven and New York to go to the six. After that, keep Atlanta at the eight. I'm going to move Toronto. Toronto's going to jump into nine. Chicago's going to fall down to 10. The rest of the teams are out. As for the Eastern Conference, my projections as of February 21st, 2023, are going to be Boston over Cleveland, Milwaukee over Philly, Boston over Milwaukee, and we're going to go Boston. Over Memphis. I think that would be a hell of a final to watch. That's my projection. Boston over Memphis. Now, we got a lot of other things we could talk about, not just about the standings, because we're probably never going to be right about them anyway. But hey, that's my projections right now. They're going to probably gonna change in two weeks. So be sure to tune back in and see what I have there. But we got NBA championship odds right here. Current favorite is Boston, number one at plus 270. Milwaukee, number two at plus 410. Then we got a team out of the West. We got Phoenix, 500. Then we got four, Denver, plus 750. The Clippers at plus 1,200. The Sixers at plus 14. Gold State, plus 1,600. Then we got Memphis all the way down here at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Memphis at eight. They are the one, two, three. Fourth team, fifth team out of the West, favorite out of the West. Wow, I like those odds. Plus 1,800 for Memphis. I'm going to mark that down so I remember it to put it in. Um, and then we got some sleeper teams up here you could bet on. Um, like I said, you never know with Miami. Plus 5,500, maybe, probably not. Uh, what else we got? Dallas plus 2,100. Cleveland plus 3,000. Guys can't see that. I don't have that on here. Uh, L.A., plus 5,500. Yeah, okay. No chance. Uh, long shots. Look at these long shots. None of them are out. That's it. That's all you need to talk about. What about this? Minnesota, plus 24,000. You Minnesota fans, put a dollar on that. You win 240. You never know. They got, the, they got the talent to win. They haven't played like it. But, hey, you never know. You never know. They could. Now, let's talk about this right here. Um, you guys see this on the screen. We got, we got, hold on, give me one second. I'm going to take something off here. All right, so on the screen right here, all-star MVPs turning into champions. We've had two in a row. In 2021, Giannis, all-star game MVP, ended up being the 2021 finals MVP. Bucks won. Last year, Steph Curry, all-star MVP. 
also last year, Steph Curry, 2022 MVP of the finals. And then we got in 2023, we got my guy Jason Tatum, who balled out 50, 55 points, set a record. He also won the MVP. Can he win? Can he win the finals MVP? Now, guys, got to remember, this isn't season MVP. This is finals MVP. So given the fact that Boston is the favorite, I don't know what the odds are on for Jason Tatum to win MVP. But right here, guys, if you guys are going to bet on MVP, Jason Tatum's a good bet. So look at that right there. MVP poll for the season. They had a uh, hundred different anonymous NBA insiders take an MVP poll, and this is what they came up with. Number one, Nikola Jokic, going for a three-peat. Right now, he's sitting at a favorite at minus 240 on Vegas, FanDuel, wherever you get. He's the favorite to win three-peat. He won two years in a row. He's having a triple-double this year. Is he going to win? A lot of you in here right now are shaking your head saying, nah, fuck that. He ain't winning. He ain't winning. Number two on here is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't know how to say his name still, but Giannis the Greek Freak at number two. He's actually current third favorite in FanDuel at plus 700 to win. Um, hey, when he's healthy on the court, his numbers are phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's showing what he's doing. Uh, unlike uh, like Joker, he... He's been pretty much the only guy on that team. Joker has a good team this year, which is helping him produce. But Giannis is putting up, man. He's averaging 36 points per game in their current 12-game win streak, minus the one that he just got hurt in. But he's balling. At number three, we got Joel, the answer, and Bead. He's not the answer. I know. But sitting at number three, he's current number two favorite on FanDuel at plus 600. As a, as a Sixers fan, when I watch this team play, Joel Embiid is the reason why we are that good. So, I mean, I see why he's number three. At number four, they got Jason Tatum. Now, Jason Tatum is sitting at number four for odds on FanDuel to win as well. He's sitting at plus 1,800. I mean, they're going to end up having probably the best record in the league. They're going to be the best team in the East and maybe the whole NBA. Why not? Why not? He showed what he could do in the All-Star game. Why can't he you know, turn it up a little bit in the rest of the season? And then number five, we got Luka Doncic, who also is number five in FanDuel at plus 2,100. I think he's going to fall out, though, to be honest with you guys, just because Kyrie's going to take away from a lot that he's going to do. Um, as of now, I don't really know how anybody's going to argue against Giannis. I mean, Joker. I, I really don't. The guy's about to have a triple-double at a center position. Think about that. Triple-double at the center position. I mean, it's unbelievable. We haven't seen a big guy do that. Since Will, 50, 60 years ago, whenever the hell it was. But the difference is, all previous MVPs that won three in a row, Larry Bird, one of them, they won a title or two. So Joker going to win this year if he gets an MVP? I don't know. I'm not betting on it. But I don't know if he's going to win. 
He's going to have a triple-double, though. Triple-double in the center? When your team's number one in your conference? How you arguing against it? I mean, I get it. I don't want him to win either. But at the end of the day, like, this guy's a baller. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I got Joe. I got uh, Giannis winning, even though I'm rooting for Embiid. So we'll see what happens. Another thing I want to talk about, guys, is uh, most improved player. We got a couple guys that are there. Shea Gildress, Alexander, and Laurie Marketing both tied at the top at plus 175. Both have phenomenal seasons. Both made the all-star team. And then we got we got Jalen Brunson. If this guy keeps playing how he's playing, the way he's, he, he went in the all-star break, he might win it. And then we got Tyrese Halliburton, averaging a double-double almost. He's been averaging like 9.6 assists, 11.5 the last 10 games. Why not? He's at plus 5,000. And then we got Nick Claxton, plus 9,000. The only reason I put him is because, hey, who else do they have to show out at his position? He's going to get boards. He's probably going to get points because somebody got to fill in for the Kyrie and, uh, and KD void. Um, if I had to bet, though, honestly, I'd probably put my money on Brunson simply because I think they're going to be a team that can make a playoff push. You got Utah's probably going to fall off. You got OKC's probably going to fall off. So Shea's still going to score, but he's not. he might not make the playoffs. Uh, Halliburton, same thing. They're going to fall off even though they're not going to make the playoffs. And Claxton, they're going to fall off. So the one guy in this that I like that thinks is going to make a, a playoff run for his team is Brunson. So at plus 350, I love it. Uh, I think he got a chip on his shoulder too. He didn't make the all-star game. So I like betting on him. But if I had to pick out of the two favorites in Shea and Laurie, I'd bet Shea. So uh, we'll see. We got a lot more NBA coming up. So be sure to tune in. We're going to hit you with updates. We're going to hit you with talks, updates on how teams are playing. And uh, we'll hit you all, all with that. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed it. And be sure to share us, follow us, like us, reach out to us. Come on the podcast next time and talk about the NBA. And uh, we'll catch y'all later.